Thanks for stopping by the Armed and Ready podcast. I'm Jason Wood, the VA loan guy. Today we have an awesome guest, the owner of Trident Coffee. Eric is here, a Navy veteran. Let's go check it out. Jason Wood here, the VA Loan Guy, your host of Armed and Ready Podcast. We are at Trident Coffee down in Imperial Beach, and we're so pleased to have um, the owner, Eric Johnson, join us. Eric. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. So this is probably one of the best views of any coffee place in in San Diego, I'd have to say. I mean, this is pretty amazing. Yeah, we definitely looked at it. I mean, IB's still up and coming, but yeah, downtown view across Coronado Bridge, we love it. That's cool, man. So... Trident Coffee, clearly there's a military affiliation there, mm-hmm. right, with um, your logo and everything like that. So um, you went to the Naval Academy. Yep. And um, what was, I, I actually got nominated to Naval Academy too. And my passion for it and wanting to do it, I saw Top Gun as a kid. Yeah. And, and I was sold, right? That's what I was going to do. Um, but what was your motivation to go to the academy and, and serve in the military? Honestly, kind of very similar. So my dad's side of the family grew up here in Imperial Beach. My grandfather was in the Navy during World War II, got out, retired. So my dad grew up here in IB. My mom's uh, dad was a colonel in the Marine Reserves. So we had a really good kind of connection that way. And just growing up in San Diego, you see the aircraft fly all the time. It is a military town. And uh, same thing, I wanted to fly really bad. I thought it was an awesome opportunity and I just felt it was right. Uh, so ended up going to the Naval Academy for that reason. Uh, and then once I graduated, I ended up getting medically disqualified from aviation because um, of my eyes. So don't know how I made it through that far, but uh, <laughs> ended up going down to Pensacola and then kind of got dropped within the first week. And then I redesignated into the Civil Engineer Corps, which is a very small contingency of engineers and CBs within inside the Navy. So um, we normally support more Army and Marine Corps type functions. But um, yeah, I, I, I loved it and I wanted to join because I thought it was a, my dad was a firefighter. So that's service to others, the kind of the community uh, aspect of it, I really enjoyed. That's cool. And uh, so how long were you in the Navy? I uh, did eight years active duty. Sweet. So yeah, graduated, took me about a year to figure out the whole flight thing, and then got picked up by the Civil Engineer Corps, then did about seven years in the in the CEC, um, doing anything from construction, facilities, maintenance, to deploying overseas four times. So, What was your favorite deployment? Uh, Israel. Um, the, other, the other ones were fun, but I uh, got to deploy to Israel for about three and a half, four months, and it was absolutely amazing. The, the people, the culture, the community, and getting out to see all the historical and religious context of that whole space, and actually, actually where I really got kind of turned on to coffee. Oh, okay. um, you know, here in the U.S., everything's coffee. It's like caffeine, drive-through, get it in, get going. We're all caffeine junkies. There, it's very communal-based. You have to sit down, have coffee, have Turkish-style coffee with anyone you meet before you can have a meeting. They take about 10, 15, 20 minutes. You have to drink the coffee. They just want to establish like a baseline rapport with you before they want to do business with you. Right. And so I really enjoy that aspect that it's a little bit slower paced and they want to understand you, get to know you and see how you can both help each other out. So that was my big push for like Turkish style coffee was actually in Israel. Oh, that's really cool. And so obviously that translated coming back home. So how did you get from being in the military to wanting to own like your own coffee business and, and how did it come to be like starting a coffee company it sounds like very very challenging right like finding beans and roasting and like there's just a lot to it so mm-hmm. tell me how you made that transition uh, I think the nice thing about being in the military we're used to dealing with really kind of complex situations and you have to find a way to solve them so you get tasked with a lot of stuff like 
your first new job, uh, whatever your MOS was, like, hey, you probably have no idea how to do it. You hit the ground running, you take, you know, a couple of weeks, couple of months, and you you learn very quickly on the job and how to adapt. Right. Um, so I think that skill set was very important for to have here because I had no background in coffee, no background in brewing, no background in roasting, and just kind of figure things out as you go. And but at the same time, it was nice because I didn't know what the status quo was. So I can adapt, innovate, adjust um, to how we thought it should be. So uh, again, going back to the the skill sets in the military, I think definitely helped out because of the adaptability that we get from it. But you know, you take any new problem uh, you get and you find ways to, to make it happen. But why I wanted to start kind of being an entrepreneur was, you know, I, there are certain bosses I had in the military that I just didn't really like, and you know, I think you learn more from bad leadership than you do sometimes from good. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to a job fair here in San Diego, and I just had a panic attack. You know, try to dress up. I was wearing like a blazer and like khakis, and everyone's like suit and tie, like Wall Street type. It's like I can't do this. It's not for me. Kind of got claustrophobic and and had to like get out of there. So that was kind of like the turning point for me, knowing that I wanted to do entrepreneurship and not work for anybody else. That's cool. And um, so how did how did you get started um, specifically with with coffee? Um, so I was uh, at the time I was a big coffee guy. Um, drink a lot. I was actually cold brewing at my house a lot during that summer. Okay. Uh, and so I was like, oh, why isn't anybody doing this? Um, we really started with almost more of the health and wellness kick to it as well, because you know, cold brew you get more of the flavor, more of the caffeine, but less of the acidity. Uh, so there's a lot more health benefits from that standpoint. But yeah, it's just started there. I looked at the market and like, why isn't nobody doing more cold brew? Like. I was a big cold coffee guy. I wasn't a huge hot coffee guy, so it made like perfect sense. Uh, and then I just kind of found that little bit of a niche and started kind of peeling onion back and seeing what was what was out there currently available. And at that point, there wasn't much uh, cold brew um, being done. So I kind of found that nice little spot to kind of innovate and expand into. Nice. So how long has Trident Coffee been around? Um, we kind of started in like summer of uh, 2015, right before my last appointment. Uh, or fall of uh, 15, and then I was gone until about um, May of 16, and then now started my transition out of the military. Um, so we started kind of getting everything up and running, uh, found this place, so in like January of 17 is when we got first officially kind of launched, opening up here and built this spot out, and then doing a lot more distribution, canning uh, of our, our cold brew. Nice, and so, um, so how's business? I know you're doing some, some renovating and some expanding mm -hmm. and stuff. So it sounds to me like business is doing pretty well. Um, how, how's business been for you? Um, kind of the trajectory and, um, is there anything, any cool projects or anything that you're working on, you know, with the company? Yeah. So it's one of those things like cold brew is still kind of relatively unknown. It's still kind of this kind of nuance inside the coffee space, but the projections and the growth rate are phenomenal. I mean, it's outpacing all the kind of traditional hot coffee drinks. So Starbucks is doing a drastic shift because they're seeing the potential with it. So, uh, as cold brew kind of continues to become more of a household name, I think more people become familiar with it. But a lot of people still think when they think of coffee, they think of hot. So we're trying to create like almost a paradigm shift in terms of how people think about coffee. Uh, and so we kind of see ourselves almost like as a craft brewery was 15, 20 years ago when all people really knew about was like Bud Light or Budweiser or Coors. Right. Then these kind of awesome innovators came into the space and showed like, no, like this is a craft beverage. Let's treat it like that. And we see that as the same way as we want to treat coffee as a craft beverage. So we're sourcing coffee from all over the world. We're expertly roasting it in our great like, small batch roaster to get the best flavors and nuances out of it. And we're serving it to you in a unique style and way to kind of show you that, hey, there's more to it than just adding a bunch of milk cream and sugar to it and have, like, getting you on your day. 
Right. So for us expanding, we've got some really great uh, like roots down here in Southern California. We're about 125 stores. Um, and now we're looking to hopefully expand into about 500 in the Southwest region by summertime. And so with that, we're bringing on a new distributor for kegs uh, and a couple new distributors potentially for our cans as well in some different regions outside of San Diego. That's really cool. So um, you guys sell, do you only make cold brew coffee then? So the way we do it like in our tap room uh -huh. and our cans, everything's done as a cold brew style. Okay. Um, we do sell the beans because we know people are, are more familiar with when they think of coffee right. traditionally. So they can, they can French press at their house, they can put it in their percolator, they can put it in their drip coffee. Um, the best thing about it is that we roast it to be a cold brew though. So you're still gonna get all those kind of nuances uh, in there so it's not gonna be as bright as acidic. Uh, so it's a lot of, uh, still on the healthier side. We burn off a lot of the acidity during our roast profile. Oh, that's really cool. That's, I mean, from a health benefit, I mean, acidity is a big thing as people start learning more and more about being health conscious and stuff like that. Reducing acidity levels in your body can have great health benefits. So that's pretty cool. Cancer loves acidic environments. So um, we've had some couple of new things that we're mostly known for, what's called our Ambrotos, which has emulsified MCTL. So anyone's doing keto, uh, intermittent fasting, things like that. That short chain fat from coconut has been fantastic for people to implement. My dad was actually type two diabetic more than about a year ago. We started making him change his diet. He's working out a little bit more. He's dropped about 30 pounds and he's lowered his A1C levels where he's no longer pre-diabetic. So Incredible, just by yeah. adding the MCTL to it. So there's a lot of uh, thing that people are becoming more aware about health and wellness. Uh, people are paying more attention to what they're putting in their bodies. And this is why we see there's a great opportunity to take advantage of that because coffee is very well consumed. So that's really cool. I mean, I don't think most people think of coffee as a health related item, right? Mm -hmm. They think of caffeine, got to get my cup of joe in the morning so I can get on with the day and get rolling. Uh, but I think that's, that's a really cool um, perspective on on the whole coffee scene. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's that's exciting. Um, so are you seeing, you know, obviously your prior service, you got a military branded company. Do you, do you guys employ veterans? Do you see um, a lot of kind of growth or, or community because of the, the military community and stuff as far as how it helps the business? Yeah, that's definitely a great starting point where we've, we've had a great spot here in Southern California where there is such a good like military and veteran population. And the way we've kind of branded everything too is that, you know, what I've seen too that we want to be kind of that connection point between kind of the military side as well as kind of the civilian side because people do kind of feel lost when they transition. I mean, that's one thing I've seen sure. from a lot of people when they transition out of the military is like, all right, well, how do I assimilate back into society? It's like, no, you're, you're okay. Like we've done this before. And so we want to be that bridge and a connection point. So even though all of our cold brews are themed with a kind of a great like nautical and some military background, they all have a theme that are, is a storytelling point. So like for our stoic bond is about stoicism. That is a great benefit for not any people in the military. It's just a mindset type shift. Um, our El Capitan is about ownership. So we're trying to teach people these skill sets that were potentially learned in the military, but they're very applicable to anybody even outside of it. So it's a great kind of way just to kind of bridge the gap and let everybody know, hey, even though there might be a little bit of a stigma, a little bit of a mindset shift, it's not that hard to do. It's just by connecting over stuff and I've, we found the best way is connecting over coffee with people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know in my industry, in the mortgage and the real estate industry, that's probably our most common meeting spot, right? Mm -hmm. It's some coffee place. And um, I think similar to like how you explained like the Turkish coffee, you know, and just trying to build that rapport and mm -hmm. stuff like that before you're actually gonna talk about doing business. Like I see that at least in my industry, in a lot of similarities there and that's that's what we do you know when i'm talking with other realtors or something like that then you know 
where we'll meet over coffee and, and just get to know each other a little bit, you know, and build that rapport before we actually make a decision to, to jump into something together. So, um, yeah, man, coffee coffee is kind of the, the hub of, of a lot of business and, and stuff like that. Um, so you're talking about San Diego and it being like a pretty cool entrepreneurial hub, especially for brewing, right? Mm -hmm. Like the craft brewing scene in beer, I think, is well known now that it's a, it's a really a mecca for that. Um, but the brewing in the other sense, which is what you're doing with coffee, um, tell us a little bit about that and the entrepreneurship. I think what's crazy to think is like, uh, I grew up like right next to the Ballast Point, like Brew Mart, okay. which is where my dad would go buy beer supplies and he was a failed, uh, failed. But after the yeast exploded the third time in the fridge, my mom said, you're done. <laughs> so, um, you know, my dad had his little stint with uh, brewing beers. But yeah, San Diego is just this amazing hub of people that have really innovated the space. Um, you know, Colorado is another good spot, but um, people have come through and just try to set the bar higher and higher and higher. And so we saw that in the beer scene, both on the coffee side, a lot of it was just like roasters doing really good stuff. Like there's Bird Rock here that does phenomenal work with sourcing from origin, bringing in and showing the craft side, but no one was doing it with cold brew coffee. And so kind of seeing how the beer scene developed over the last you know, 10, 15, 20 years, we saw that there was a great opportunity for us to add value to kind of this ecosystem of kind of craft innovators. Right. And even now with uh, kombuchas becoming a very big thing too. Yeah. So it's like the craft beverage scene is like a great spot and hub for you know, beverage in general. So we're, we've been able to link up with some of the best brewers here in San Diego, pick their brain, kind of show them what we're doing, uh, and really kind of establish ourselves as the kind of cold brew um, brewery here in San Diego with the goal to kind of show people like, hey, there's some really cool stuff going on here, um, kind of t taking some of those knowledge base that we learned from the brewery side. That's awesome. And you have a collaboration in the works right now with um, another military-owned mm -hmm. company, uh, Protector Brewing, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys are working on a collaboration together with some coffee and some beer, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So tell us, a, I mean, I don't know if we can talk about it yet, if it's public knowledge, but um, tell us a little bit about that if you can. Yeah, it's cool, because like, you know, coffee is a great like ingredient for a lot of beers, obviously, depending on the style. Right. Um, so we're working with Protector Brewery right now on doing a um, golden mocha coconut stout. So really good kind of sweetness from the coconut, um, really good chocolate notes, and we're using our organic coffee from Bali for our commoner pressure, which is one of our cold brews. Okay. And then um, Sean up there, a protector, they just pulled the beer off the today, now it's gonna ferment for a few weeks before it gets canned up at the beginning of March. Um, so what's great about Sean is that he's doing all organic beer, and then now we're making a pivot towards a lot of organic coffee. Uh, and so we have another collaboration going on with Novo Brazil that's gonna do like a coffee IPA. So there's really good synergies between the two, two spaces, between you know, the craft beer scene, coffee scene. Uh, so we're really looking forward to how those come out. Yeah, I think that collaboration is really cool. And that sounds really delicious. It sounds really cool. And the fact that you know, it's, it's two military owned companies yep. you know, coming together and, and working, I think that has some significance also, right? And I think just goes to show like, and I've noticed just in my industry, you know, the the support that you get from the military community, whether it's, you know, active duty military or even that veteran community, mm -hmm. it, it sure is helpful, right? I mean, there, there is kind of that, that fraternal um, bond in a sense, even though we may not have served together necessarily, mm -hmm. but there's kind of that fraternal bond. So it's really cool, you know, to see that kind of collaboration. And, and that's, that's something that I aim for, you know, in my business too, is just collaborating with more and more military folk because there just is that unity, you know, mm -hmm. that, that bond. So it's really cool. I think the one thing I've noticed a lot with uh, either seeing other uh, veteran entrepreneurs or just people in general, 
the, it's the kind of that call to the higher purpose. You know, there's a sense that there's something bigger and greater than just the one individual. And so I think with a lot of veteran-owned businesses I've seen is that kind of, that has to be almost like a core foundation. Like, example with Sean a Protector, he knows that the organic side is about health and wellness of everybody because there's a big pivot towards, you know, like with GMOs, things like that, like food can be really detrimental to your long-term health if it's not done the right way. Sure. And so he saw that kind of in that thing. So it's this kind of sense where there's something, there's a greater calling. I think that's why most of us join the military anyway. Yeah. We want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. And I definitely see that purpose-driven kind of mindset in a lot of veteran entrepreneurs. Uh, and that helps really resonate across everybody. Everybody wants to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Not just that, we just learned it very well in the military. Right, yeah. And that, that brings us kind of like, to our our point of armed and ready right you know the, the theme of the podcast and you know how how does your military service lend itself to you know your success in your entrepreneurism and um i think you just you kind of just touched on it but is, is really that that preparedness right mm-hmm. you know that we started before getting into business for ourselves, we we're already just being trained on how how to figure out situations and, and and deal with you know what's been thrown at us and figure out a solution, right? Yeah. Um, do you have any any cool takeaways that you know you think of like oh yeah that just reminds me of you know anytime I get into this part of the business I think about that in the military. Yeah, like with uh, kind of the armed and ready, what does that mean to me? Is like, you know, we're never going to know everything. You know, there's so much unknown in our day-to-day life, and we came across that in the military all the time. You know, you planned, you planned, you prepared, you planned, you prepared, but then something always goes wrong. But that that phase of planning, that implementation of like, hey, we've done this hard time, we've done all of our checks, we've done all of our, you know, pre-workup stuff, we've trained, we've, we know how to handle it. When something doesn't go your way, you're able to adapt and adjust the situation at hand. So it's not like a script, you know, no right. one reads from a script, you can't. Yeah. There's so many, the real world doesn't play, doesn't allow for that. So I think just for us knowing that, hey, have confidence in your ability, know that things are not going to go your way, but you have the skill set to adapt and adjust as things um, kind of maybe go sideways. Yeah, yeah. Create the plan and work the plan, right? Awesome. Well, Eric, thanks, man. It's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you letting us come uh, visit Trident Coffee and spend a little time with us. Absolutely. And tell us your story. Um, I think it's awesome. I think our listeners are going to really enjoy learning about you, learning that we got a veteran-owned coffee place right here in San Diego that they can link up with and, and get their cup of joe. Perfect. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to giving you guys a little behind-the-scenes tour here now. Yeah, let's go check it out. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for checking in today. If you have any questions on anything you heard, please reach out to us at valoanguy.us.